All right, everybody, welcome to our first mini episode on the Travelmation podcast. We are going to talk about something that just it deserved more than what's new around the world segment. We are talking about all things that we know about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And to do that, we knew we couldn't just keep it between the three of us. We had to bring on an expert. And so we have invited fellow travel agent, three-time trivia with Tim Winner, Mr. Ral Clagg. Ral, welcome to the show, man. We're excited you're here. Thanks. I feel like this is where I make a, a longtime listener, first-time guest sort of joke. Uh, That's right. Kick things <laughs> off and introduce myself. I That's felt awesome. like Austin. I felt like that was a WWE wrestling intro for him. <laughs> you know, like he has the three tower belts. of power, too sweet to be sour. It's Ral. <laughs> very Howard Stern. That That's right. Great. I think well, that's got- our first Howard Stern reference on this podcast, Uh-oh. by the way, Christina. So congratulations. <laughs> me. Well, guys, let's dive in because this we're trying to keep it to a mini-sode. We don't know how mm-hmm. long that's going to be. We'll find out. But Raul, tell us a little bit about why you felt like you were qualified to be on this episode. Yeah, so I am a self-proclaimed Star Wars expert. Um, I've got, got all the Legos, all the Funko Pops. I've seen all the movies more times than I can count. And I even like The Last Jedi, which is more than most people can say. So the <laughs> movies that everybody hates, I'm a fan of. Uh, I'm watching The Bad Batch as it comes out right now, anxiously awaiting the next one on Friday. So I've, I've got it all down. Um, and I can't wait to get, uh, get back to Disney to go to Galaxy's Edge and also check out what we're going to talk about today next time I'm there, maybe too. So. That is great. Yeah, this... Today we, I mean, man, did they drop some news? We've seen yeah. we've seen teases for this over the past year, but today it's like they just dumped everything they knew, and so we felt like we just had to do a little mini episode about it. And maybe there'll be more coming soon. But Tim, why don't you kick it off with just a little bit of the overview in case the listener hasn't heard what we're even talking about? Yeah. So if you've been sleeping under the Disney rock. Um, Disney has been building what seems like forever, um, Mm -hmm. building a new hotel experience. So think of a Disney resort hotel meets a cruise line experience. That's what they're building, but in the star Wars theme. So everything is based around a three day, two night experience. So you're not going to go in and say, you know what? I want to spend seven nights there. No, that's not happening. So it's all you know, check in, check out a big group of people. You're all on a complete experience together with a whole itinerary. And um, yeah, this is a, a new experience, um, uh, kind of a new space that Disney is stepping into. So it seems like a lot of people are excited about it. So, uh, you know, let's, let's dig into some of the details. Riccio, are you excited about this or no? So, you know, I'm, you guys know how I am with movies. So uh, <laughs> I would say that Star Wars, maybe I'll, I'll watch them next after once I'm done with Marvel. I think I'll watch. What are all you the saying? Star you Wars. haven't watched Star Wars? I have seen one and a half okay. of Star so you Wars. You have seen some, but you're not Rao level. So I no, definitely not. But Perfect. I absolutely love Rise of the Resistance. I mean, that is like next Fair level. Enough. Fair so enough. I don't know if I would stay here i would love to but i don't know if if the price is going to justify for me i don't know if i'm that big of a fan but i have been texting with people all day who are ready for it all day 
<laughs> if anybody gets that reference, then plus one for you. Um, so it opens, they also announced it opens in spring of 2022. We don't have, mm-hmm. we don't have the booking window yet. So we don't know when booking opens, but I would assume that means fall of this year or so we'll probably start to be able to book it for our guests. Um, Austin, do you have some of the pricing pulled up? Do you, do you have some of that sample pricing? You know, that what's, what does it look like if there's a family out there wanting to do a two night stay at the uh, galactic star cruiser hotel? That's a great question, Tim. And this is a new pricing structure for them that they haven't really released. The most comparable thing you could imagine would be similar to, like you said, a Disney cruise line experience because everything is listed as per guest per night. So just in the sample stuff, not to get too much into the details, two guests per cabin, they're calling it 1200 per guest per night or 4,800 voyage total. Three guests, which would be two adults and one child would be about 5,200. And then four guests, which in an odd way would be three adults and one (laughs) child would be 59.99 for a voyage total. But I will say this because I noticed this as soon as I saw them drop this pricing. That is the pricing for August 20th of 2022 to September 17th of 2022. That's a cheap season, Austin. That is AKA Disney's cheapest season out there. So I think that's what they just wanted the news to drop. Um, But when you look at this in December and what that's going to be over Christmas break, it's, it's probably going to be double. I'm just taking a wild guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I would like for maybe Raul in a second to walk us through what, what a sample, what does an itinerary look like for this trip? But I will say when I, when I saw the pricing, I knew it would be a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I did almost fall out of my chair when I saw the pricing, but <laughs> when I saw what's included, it's not just your, ho- I mean, they're saying park admission is true. included. So you've got park admission. Yep. It looks like potentially rise of the resistance is guaranteed in your stay, which I mean, there's some people who will pay 4,800 bucks for a VIP tour now just to guarantee they get to <laughs> right. read that. So um, yep. it includes valet parking. It includes all your food and drink, except for alcohol. alcohol. Yep. So, I mean, it is more of that cruise all-inclusive pricing mm. versus, versus a hotel room. So um Rao, do you have some sample itineraries for us to to chat about? Yeah. So like you said, it's all kind of two night, three day experience based on that. Um, so you're going to arrive. I, I, I love all the language. I just get really excited about how Disney's just truly made this an immersive experience. You're going to arrive at your terminal. Um, you're not just walking into your hotel. You're getting ready to go uh, on the Galactic Star Cruiser. So you're going to have a, a brief orientation as you get ready to go on. You're going to have some, some tasks to complete over your stay, some jobs to do. Um, but that's going to include some light refreshments. One of the things I'm most excited about, there's a picture of some people sitting around a table playing sabak. Um, and you're going to have some lessons at that as you get there. So you'll be able to play that. I don't know if they're going to let us really gamble with, with credits at a, <laughs> at a Disney experience. I don't think so. Maybe. Um, but I'm ready to run the table with some sabak while I'm there. Um, so you got reception and then dinner that evening. Uh, and then you're going to finish off the night. You got some, some bridge training. I don't know what that's going to entail. Maybe I'm going to learn how to fly the ship or fire Maybe. some cannons. Cause I did see in some of the commercial that they showed, there's some TIE fighters flying by blasting mm-hmm. up a ship. So mm-hmm. maybe I got to take those out. We'll see what, what all the trip entails. Um, next day you're going to have breakfast and then you get shuttled over to by two. So that's where Rise of the Resistance and Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run are included in that um, with your trip to Hollywood Studios. 
Um, I'm guessing you're probably not going to spend too much time checking out the rest of that. You're going to stay, stay on planet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of that's going to include some lightsaber training, um, droid racing, just kind of some different things that you think about as you think of Star Wars. Uh, what all would I want to do while I'm there? You get to experience all of it. Day three, after you get back, um, does include breakfast again. And then you're going to get back on that launch pod uh, to your terminal, finish your stay there. Yeah. And like you said, Raul, this is the one thing that I've thought about a lot with this, you know, planned experience is that you're going into Hollywood studios, specifically Batu. Do you get to leave Batu, or does it feel like you're kind of in this pod of people where they go, no, we, we do rise of the resistance. Now you do this mission. Now you do millennium. Falcon. now we leave. Like, I yeah, think that's if, what it's going to be. Cause if you've seen the, like, our, our friend over on Twitter, BioReconstruct, he's the amazing guy that does all the pictures from the helicopters and keeps us up to date on what Disney's actually mm-hmm. doing. But if you've seen some of the aerial footage, I mean, there's the transport, like basically the hotel backs up into a new entryway into Galaxy's Edge. So like, yeah, you'll just, I mean, for three days, you're not leaving Star Wars whatsoever. You're not going to get a Mickey pretzel, you know, down on a you know, main street of Hollywood studios. So I do think it's interesting that you can even have like some upgraded experiences. They mentioned you can upgrade dining to what they're calling the captain's table. Mm -hmm. So like a, a more special prime location in the dining room. Um, You mentioned, you know, the standard kind of cabin and pricing, but they do have a galaxy class suite that has um, maybe a little bit larger room and, uh, two queen beds. They have a grand captain suite that sleeps eight. Um, my buddy Logan Seculo texted me today. He was like, I want to book the grand captain suite the first day it opens. <laughs> and I was joking and I was like, are you inviting your family or is like just for you? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like there's some people out there that are like, no, it's just like, I want to be there, you know, like nobody else can come, but I don't know. It sleeps up to eight. So maybe we could, uh, pull enough people together to afford it, Austin. I don't know. Hey, that's, that's the way to go, man, because right. this is, this is such a good point. It's, is this going to appeal to the non star Wars fan or will this just be the comic-con for star Wars for two nights? I'm interested to find out. I, my wife has a bigger star Wars fan than I am. Like I will just <laughs> lay the cards on the table. Like I enjoy star Wars. I like galaxy's edge. But she knows way more about it. And when I saw the pricing, I was like, I don't I don't know, like if that's worth it for me or not. Like, I don't know. Like, honestly, like if it was like Harry Potter, maybe like at Universal, like I'm a little bit more into that. Um, so I don't know. I think there's enough of a base for sure that like mm-hmm. I think the first year or two are sold out. Right. Like you can't yes. get in. Yeah. But in my brain, I'm like, what does year five look like? Like, that's right. just where I go. Like, can they change it up enough to like get the base to come back. Cause it's, it's not necessarily like the Polynesian resort where it's like, that's just where I love to go on vacation. And like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know, like, what do you think, Ralph? Like, is it a I go think, back to? So it depends how you do it because my understanding is this is kind of like a build your own adventure experience. Mm. Like you're going to make decisions on day one that affect the end of day two. Yeah. Um, so if I want to align myself with the first order on one trip, I could go back and align myself with the resistance another time and see how that story plays out. Um, that's only getting me two experiences, but again, for that diehard fan base, that might be enough to at least 
get them back one time yeah. um, before you have to really change up a ton of stuff. So I definitely think there's two camps here. I think, like you said, Tim, there's going to be that star Wars fan that a thousand percent is going to make this be sold out for two years. And then there's going to be the Disney fan base and the people who really just want to experience it to say they've experienced it in the you know, three to five year range. Yeah. So I feel exactly the way you do. Um, I don't know if my fandom is big enough, but I will say that from the beginning of this uh, short mini-sode to the current state in this mini-sode, I am more convinced and I do want to do it just <laughs> right? a bit more. <laughs> like Raul, Raul got me excited. I'm like, okay, so like, I don't know which which side would I align myself with? And like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I it's will, so, yeah, it's I, so interesting. I will say having food included does Helps. take a little bit of the edge off the price. It does because for sure. Same thing with cruises. We always say, Hey, Disney cruises are expensive, but you got to remember they're feeding you and making every meal for the next, however long you're going on the cruise. That's a big savings when you take that out of it. Yep. Very true. Yeah. I, I think it's funny though, because like I have people on my list that want to know like, Hey, when does it open? I want to book and they're Disney people, but they're like off property Disney people that that mm-hmm. like pop century is like too, too much money. Like they're like, oh, I'll stay off site and like, we'll make it work and do whatever. But then like, when it comes to this, they're like, I don't care what the price is. Like, <laughs> just let me know when, and here's my card. So I, yeah, I that's think, a star Wars fan. That's, that's a right. Fan. That's right. That's exactly they're just what like, that whatever is. it is, like I'm there whenever I can get in. So I do think it's going to be very difficult initially to get into. So I that want day is going to be fun. Oh, so fun. Almost <laughs> yeah. as fun as the oh, boobash day. <laughs> I think here's why I think this is smart. And then I'll talk about why I want this to work. I think this is so smart because I was looking at the sandals website today and it's filled with not anything for seven nights, but a bunch of two nights here, two nights there, two nights mm-hmm. here, two nights there. So what Disney, I think, is doing is controlling their availability. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, we're going to we're gonna sell two nights, two nights, two nights, two nights, two nights, and fill almost every day of the year, which yep. when you own the hotel industry, that's what you want to do. You want to be full. Yep. So I just, I think that's so smart. Why I want this to work is because this is the next level of theme park immersion, right? If Rise of the Resistance is 20 minutes worth of theme park immersion on a next level, this is even further. It's two nights. So I want this to work because I want them to do this for Marvel. <laughs> I, I, I love Star Wars, but if they did this for Marvel, I would pay almost triple the price to do a two-day Marvel immersive experience. Mm. You can just we do should. both back to back. Right. Oh, that, that would be trippy. That's an interesting point because all over their website, they talk about how you can extend your stay at a Walt Disney World Resort. They're really? not dumb. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, why would you just go for two nights, right? It's going to be like those ABD add-ons where you can do yeah. the Disney Cruise plus ABD. So here's Smart. my final question. We've talked about, you know, on the podcast, resort type split stays. Do you start with the better resort and end with the whatever? Mm, tough. If call. you're doing a split stay, do you start or do you end with this experience? You could do it both ways. I'll book um, it on both ends. Okay. <laughs> Quite the money there. Because I feel like this, this may be more of an active adventure. Yep. Mm-hmm. So True. totally. 
you could start here, do two nights here, and then do like two or three nights at the Polynesian, just Go like relax a tropical little. vibes, you know, yeah. or you could do it the other way around because this is, this may be a, an amazing grand finale. What would you well, do, Ralph? I personally would start there. Yeah. Um, I want to get mm. the excitement out of the way. Uh, so when, my first time getting to go and ride smugglers run, I was lucky enough to just get a, a pilot pass and like the little kid in me, like I, I waited for that moment and I didn't know then you could ask. Um, now I'm glad I'd like, Oh, I could have waited, but it just worked out that way. Yeah. And, like <laughs> I got to fly us in the light speed and everything. And like that moment, like I was sold, like I'm going back to Disney every day for the rest of my life. And like, I, I want to have that more time. So I think getting to do that on the front end. And then, I mean, that knocks out half of your day at Hollywood studios too. So whatever totally. else you're doing on the trip after that, I can just run straight for slinky dog or tower of terror or something, knock those out of the way and enjoy the rest of the park or just do a half day there even and go somewhere else. So. All right, Ralph. So we brought you on this show because you are the star Wars self-proclaimed nerd that sure. loves this IP. What are you most excited about for this experience? So one of the, th this is just a personal kind of quirk, I suppose. Um, I already talked about some of the things, but I, one of my like earliest memories with Star Wars, one of the first times you see a lightsaber other than Luke almost stabbing himself in the face with one is when he's on the Millennium Falcon with the, the blast shield on and he's using the training ball. Um, yeah. There's a thing in there with your lightsaber training where you get to do that. I'm curious to see what that looks like. Um, they're obviously not going to shoot lasers at me and have me blinded to it. I've tried to use the force many times in my life and it never works. <laughs> so maybe this will be the moment though. I don't know. Um, but to get to experience that in whatever way Disney can put it together for me to really feel like I'm experiencing that, um, it's going to take me back to one of those earliest star Wars memories. And I'm really excited to see what that looks like. That's awesome. Tim, Christina, anything that just jumps off the page for you guys? I just think the immersive experience in general, it's something that's never been done before at a resort. And I feel like maybe this could change things for the travel industry. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, I think I'm very curious about it and I'm still, I was 50, 50 on it. I feel like now I'm 70, 30 on it. Thanks to Ralph. So we'll <laughs> <Yep>. see. <laughs> Here's what I know. If it were anybody other than Disney, I'd be more skeptical. And mm -hmm. this could have been shelved as a COVID killed it project, right? Yep. There were a lot of things that fell under that category and this one survived. So I think they believe in it enough or they yep. want to see what's next enough to try it. So that's, what's got me excited, but guys that wraps it up for this week's mini sode on the star Wars galactic star cruiser. Ralph, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Thanks, thanks for Ralph. inviting me. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks man. Bye everyone. See you guys.